0: Just kidding.
1: <laughs> We're a little late. That's okay.
0: <laughs> also, it's 2022, so there's not much to um, celebrate, but you know what?
1: <laughs> oh, no. We're doing it.
0: There is another episode of Sparkle and Destroy, so that is something worth celebrating.
1: Indeed it is. Hooray! Yeah!
0: We're with our celebration loaf in the Madonna Inn.
1: We're in the Canary Cottage, the lovely Canary Cottage, which... Um, according to the website, is a lovely composition in shades of yellow creates a sweet melody in this cottage of the songbird. There's a lot of basically canary stuff and gold things and velvet flocked wall coverings. Also a little bit of blue. And it's conveniently located on the ground level of the hilltop unit with a king and queen size bed. Because you two. need both. Two
0: one of us is short, one of us is tall.
1: <laughs> Not one, but two. <laughs>
0: And we are drinking a delicious Aperol Spritz with some Brut Rosé that was very pink. So we have sort of a orangey pink cocktail here. Cheers.
1: Cheers! Made by Haley. Yes, very precisely. I might add
0: our resident mixologist Shane Baggy Billy Bagnall. That's a handful. That's a word. That's a lot of bags. Um, Mr. Bags. <laughs> <laughs> He has a high bar. He's been making us delicious, very expert cocktails. So I felt like I should actually measure this. And I have to say, it's really good. We use some backyard oranges. It's literally just half Aperol Aperol Spritz, right? Or just Aperol. It's just
1: Aperol and... um, Apparently
0: made in 1919. It's a good year. It's
1: a liqueur.
0: Liqueur, yeah. It's
1: reddish in color.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very Cheetah-licious. I'm not really
1: sure what the flavor is supposed to be.
0: I think it's like a botanical... Like early, Take early. on orange, maybe? Okay.
1: So then you have the garnish, the orange garnish. hmm And it was a... It was sparkling... Was it rosé?
0: Mm-hmm. And so I have to it's say... It's rosier. Yeah, with the it's. This is really...
1: Quite an orangey-red delight.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. So we are here in the Madonna Inn once again to regale you with our tales and... We thought this episode we would do something on 2021 because, you know, we just put it to bed, as they say.
1: (laughs) We just waved goodbye. Sang a little song. Happily and nervously. (laughs)
0: Like... Thanks so much for everything. Take care now. Please never
1: contact us
0: again. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. It was so fun meeting you. Take care. Like when you're, we're going to get coffee. Yeah, we're going to get coffee. We're definitely
1: going to hang out. We're
0: going to hang out. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That was definitely the feeling. And now, I don't know, 2022 just feels very surreal. So
1: it does. But I, I always like an even number. So I don't. Expect a lot, but I like that it's an even number, and also this episode number is even it's 46. That might be a good sign.
0: We'll have to see what we. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
0: no. Um, once again, we're your hostesses. I'm Haley Crusher Kane, and I'm
1: Danielle Mercrusher
0: Bagnall, and so we have our lovely uh canine talent wranglers (laughs) they book the interviews they've been slacking off lately i know where are the interviews so um if you hear the click clack that's what's going on but yeah we're gonna talk about 2021 because i think why it is so surreal is everybody kind of didn't have time to reflect on the past year because everyone's so traumatized and it's all so insane and everything feels so like simultaneously really slow and shitty and like nothing ever changes and also everything's changing all the time and the rules are changing all the time with COVID and I think like I didn't really like even look at 2021 and just to see my accomplishments and stuff until today I
1: and I wrote them think, down. <laughs> I also think that it kind of just all ran together so 2020, 2021, what's the difference right. really it's all one long
0: yeah. freaking year. Yeah. So it feels kind of nice to have an excuse to like delineate. Like, this was 2022. We did do cool stuff. We went on a week long trip to San Diego together. That was
1: one of my highlights. That was really.
0: One of my highlights, too. Really wonderful. There were actually, I looked back and went, oh yeah, we did.
1: We did. Like, things. <laughs> I mean, I had to go through my phone and look at what the heck happened because. Mm-hmm. So if it did if there were no pictures, I I don't know what happened.
0: That's why you gotta start getting really weird about writing things down. I
1: know. We need to do
0: the bullet journaling. That's right. Episode.
1: I have like a little notebook, I just haven't started it. It that was one of my things that was gonna start this year. That and drawing, and I have done neither one of those things. And we all a little bit passed halfway through January
0: the drawing thing is awesome well I know you draw in general but I sometimes when I don't want to write in my journal I just draw what I saw so like I saw a bagel which is a beagle and a basset <laughs> hound at the park and is I drew that really what it's called well yeah we were walking through the park and we saw this monstrosity it was really long and sausage-like and really big and had tiny little legs <laughs> and we were like kind of whispering to each other Reed and I like what is that weird dog what is that weird dog and the guy's like it's a bagel it's a Beagle oh. Basset Hound, and we couldn't—we didn't realize he could hear us, and he was took it very seriously. And I think that he was used to people making fun of the dog. So I drew a picture of the dog. So sometimes you can just draw a thing you saw that day, and then you remember that day, and everything comes back. So that has good. I used to do good.
1: like periodically, um, like uh, diary comics, but I got lazy.
0: Yeah, I just feel like that's my lazy version because writing is hard so if I just draw it and I don't draw I'm not drawing it fancy yeah you know
1: I try to make it look like a comic and so like this is a lot of work
0: (laughs) overachieving (laughs) overachieving again (laughs) um but yeah where should we start like I I don't know I wrote down a we should start with what we're eating oh
1: yeah so um the much talked about celebration roast the cranberry um loaf it's cranberry hazelnut by field roast which I mentioned probably more than once because it was so good um, that I had at our friends, Jess and Elias's Friends Giving Outdoor Celebration. It was delicious. So I found one. And I bought it super quick, even though it is kind of expensive.
0: It and you found delicious. it at Sprouts, right? So people. I found,
1: can... actually, I found this one at Whole Foods. Right. Uh, but then I just found the other flavor at Sprouts for like $5 because it was the last one. And Oops. celebration roast time is apparently over. So I snatched that up really quickly.
0: The way you say roast, I would just pay you to just do that.
1: <laughs> it's a roast. It's
0: a roast. It's a roast. It's a roast. <laughs>
1: Kind of shaped like that dog. It's let's, like a
0: bagel shape. It's like a bagel. Um, it looks like the same color, too. Like a sort of a, a tan, sort of a blonde, if yeah, you I will. I
1: remember it being like uh, more roasty looking, but...
0: It may have been broiled. It, it, you could throw this bad boy I in the know. broiler.
1: I think, I think that she baked it, but
0: let's no see, matter. Let's tell the folks what it looks like. So it's basically a... Is it phyllo dough? Is that kind what of, that yeah, is? Yeah,
1: it's like a pastry outer shell. Shell.
0: It's very flaky. Mm-hmm. It looks very appealing. I have to say, very appealing. And then inside is sort of like a, almost like a, like a I can't mashed potato what, look. What
1: the actual like proteiny part is I don't know if it's a soy thing. It's whatever they make the field roast sausages out of, which we both agree. Are
0: and then there's like delicious. a is that the cra- is that cranberry in there? Yeah. So
1: there's cranberry. There's um, ginger and there's hazelnut.
0: Ooh. So we've sliced it. So we each have a round. I did I did uh, cheat earlier and had a tiny nibble. I, but I didn't get a full bite, so. Earlier.
1: The moment of truth. I've hyped it so much. It's not that hot anymore, but.
0: <laughs> it really bodes, like, how confident you are. that you're like, it could be hot. It doesn't matter. Because it, <laughs> I, let me digest this, but. I, this is better than what I have for lunch most days. (laughs) That's how I would put it.
1: Well, is your lunch pretty great? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Well, I I would assume that it would be, but Mm -hmm. I'm lazy, so I just put a salad together. That's random.
0: Like, if I could have a sandwich or this, I would have this.
1: Yeah, it's really good.
0: It tastes like Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. wrapped in, like, pastry. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: It's like a full Thanksgiving meal. In one chunk,
0: one giant. Yeah, like it's like a Willy baggage. Wonka, Willy Wonka experience of the whole thing.
1: <laughs> Lasting gobstopper of a yes,
0: exactly. It's very toothy too. I feel like Farnberry. it's got cranberry,
1: <laughs> Hazelnut! My <clears throat> golly!
0: Oh, now I'm getting into the nuts. Okay. Oh my god! Now it's like astoundingly good.
1: Yay! I'm so glad I
0: didn't. I gotta put this on my smoker. I gotta oh, smoke yeah. this.
1: Definitely smoke it. There's a highlight of, mm. of 2021.
0: When you told me that you had this loaf thing, I was like, whatever. This is really good.
1: It's not your everyday tofurkey, which is also good-ish. But-
0: and, like, I'm a hot sauce crazy person. I almost put, like, the hot sauce on, like, the, the spicy, crunchy hot sauce on it that Danielle recently got me that's, like, a, is it Szechuan or Chinese? The chili
1: crunch one is the Bing's Bao Bun one or mm-hmm. the Trader Joe's one. So the beans. But
0: they're from like.
1: They're both similar. What country? I'm not actually sure because.
0: China? I don't know.
1: Most of their buns they did. Um, mm. They're all different um, cultural backgrounds.
0: Well, my point is, I was gonna like just preemptively do that, but I, don't, I wouldn't like. I still do want to do that.
1: Yeah, I put sauce on everything, but I don't feel like, but like needs it.
0: This is really good, y'all. It
1: could be good with a gravy. There's one oh. that comes with a gravy. I think the other flavor comes with the packaging.
0: I mean, of gravy. this should be like a Thanksgiving thing that's added for for everybody. It's like so it's good. delightful. Yay. It's freaking delightful. It's like a meat. It's a vegan meat pie, and I'm really into it. <laughs> um, damn, that's good. Good job, Danielle. Yay. I'm okay, so well so that's fun. it. That was. No, I'm this one. <sighs> wow. High, new highway. And I'm it's not a vegan. Danielle's a vegan. Danielle is a vegan. I'm not a vegan. I am literally smoking a chicken right now for the past two hours. So, I, I mean, I, I took a handful of giblets out of that chicken butt <laughs> today. So, if I like it, then that's probably a good sign. I
1: think you're a good judge of all of those things.
0: Thank you. Giblets?
1: Giblets. You're a good giblet <laughs> judge.
0: Um, okay. So, 2021. 2021 I'm, I almost said, is that right? But, yeah, that's right. 2021. 2021. <laughs> um where where when you look back at it, is it still not far enough away to where you can see like the major highlights for me, I had to really go back and like i said i it was all very buried in like my sense of everything was horrible.
1: um, I feel like my accomplishments in particular were few, so it's easy for me to think back on them, but the highlights, yeah, it was i I did go through my f- pictures. And think, oh, wow, I, like, almost forgot that that happened. It was so nice, so.
0: Were there some standouts that you were, like, surprised happened?
1: Um, I actually forgot my my birthday was, like, really awesome. Um, we did, like, a Pushing Daisies theme, like, the TV show Pushing Daisies where the um, pie maker uh, touches things that are uh, dead and brings them back to life. If you've never seen that one, that's excellent check out pushing daisies so we dressed up as characters from the show and uh shane made a bunch of savory and sweet pies and our friends came over, including the canes and it was really awesome not that i forgot that i had a fun birthday but it wasn't like something that i was thinking about a lot
0: and we went wine tasting
1: well, yeah, that was one of my other ones. Yeah. That was so was that great. your Jessie, birthday? That was, like, leading up to birthday. Okay. So you planned this whole...
0: Because I remember that more thing. for your birthday. Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah. We had the... That was one of my highlights of food was... The picnic. V- the picnic and Vreamery. Mm-hmm. The Vreamery, which is in passeroles, it's, uh, like, fake uh, cheese. Yes, but they make these delicious sandwiches. Incredible like mel- melted sandwiches, and so the good.
0: flavor combinations are insane.
1: Everything from there is just bonkers. And then
0: okay. um, I made crazy chimichurri that you were like, "I have to eat yes. all this," and it was literally just like pure garlic. I'm like, "Cool, Danielle, you're normal." <laughs> I'm
1: definitely not a vampire. I'm Italian.
0: It's okay, <laughs> she is. She's. It's true. She can claim that. Um, I don't know why you would. Just kidding. Italians are great. I love them. This one. Um, but um, yeah, I had that experience of looking back. Like, I forgot. That sounds so atrocious, but like, I'm like, wait, we did like a month long van trip?
1: You forgot. Well, <laughs> I remember that.
0: In my mind, it felt like we went to the Pacific. So we went to different places to see family. So I'm like, oh yeah, I went and saw my aunt in Portland. We went and jumped in some rivers. We also went to Montana and saw Reed's brother. And I saw my old bluegrass bandmate who has like a farm and like a puppy mill basically now, what which kind is kind of farm uh, wheat. Oh, okay. Wheats of different... <laughs> wheats. Wheats, white wheats. There were... <laughs> a wheat farm. Um, So in my mind, I was like, oh, we saw a lot of family. But like the part of like living in a van for 30 days almost, for some reason, like it should be more in my mind. But I don't like... I was like, oh, yeah, we did like a really long, over 4,000 mile insane journey but in my mind i see it as like these separate occasions of seeing friends and family and seeing reed's parents and it's the people that matter yeah, obviously it's all
1: connected by van
0: yeah but it's like that was quite an epic journey okay. <laughs> that was pretty wild um and then there were a lot of like musical things that happened that yeah, you when a i lot. look i know when i look back i'm like 2021 is the year we got signed by kitten robot records in LA we did 3 singles Plus the Church of Flag Dr. Kane version mm-hmm. where he sings the the version of Church of Flag. Go look it up; it's really funny. Love it. it has like fifty plays on Spotify, and it's oh, what? <laughs> like the my my version is a lot more. Not it's not amazing, but like Reed is his Dr. Kane's version is is very small. So, um, so go listen, to go it. listen to it. Make him feel better. And um, <laughs> like we did a little like almost like a twenty twenty best of compilation in twenty twenty one called Fun Size that was like. Uh, Like, six songs that we really liked from the previous year, which in my mind, I'm like, didn't that happen in 2020? But no, it happened in 2021. Uh, We put out three singles. We did three music videos. Danielle did a music video for Halloween. After That was one
1: of my highlights.
0: Threatening for literally years. And I won't go too into it, so you can (laughs) go into it for your highlights. But, like, there were just so many cool things that when I looked back, I... I really don't feel like I accomplish a lot, and I don't always feel like great about myself. So when I was looking back, I'm like, "Wow, I like, of course, I should just." I wrote all these things down. I mean, we I could, did
1: shows too. Like
0: well, yeah, we did like five shows.
1: No, like we did shows.
0: But yeah, we played some shows. Like we got back on the horse. I think is what you're saying, and so. Yeah, we got back on the fucking horse. And so, it's just funny. It's like it doesn't matter what you how much you physically do or don't do. You always are going to feel like it wasn't enough, and especially in the climate of 2021 where it was like, yeah, we planned a show, but we it was at a steakhouse and like it was weird, and I wanted That's to a cry. Lot
1: more than a lot of people have done. So <laughs> right. A lot of bands. Yeah.
0: So, it's a good perspective to just like put it in perspective and that it, we all did as much as we possibly could and yeah, I was, I felt very, um, like, I was like, you suck. Why would you, <laughs> why would you say you didn't do anything? I did a lot of stuff. That was my feeling. Like, I was like, Haley, what the hell? Like, calm down. Like, what else could you expect to have done?
1: Yeah, I think that one of the good things that has come out of this um, terrible time has been kind of the, not, I don't know if it's a normalization, but uh, I see a lot of people on, like, social media and stuff saying, it's okay to not do all the things. Preach. It's okay. You don't have to tick you don't have to be productive during this unprecedented time. Have we talked about this before? I feel like we have because you have to keep reminding yourself. Say hey, more. Hey, this is not something say that ever happened can i
0: just be terry gross same yes. please say more <laughs> just like it's so it's so true it's so true
1: it's true and it's very nice to see that coming out Also, people talking about like let's make the work day a four-day work you know work day make yes treat it. like nobody's productive after a certain you know amount of hours without it's, a nap it's just, yeah it's just nice to see that you know we don't really need to expect ourselves to do everything all the time did you all these
0: internalize and actually learn that thing or do you just feel like that's something you want to you I like strive re- to
1: i think i'm remembering it a lot more but it, i i feel like definitely during the pandemic i've just kind of given my li- myself license to just be like i just feel like vegging out right now i don't want to do anything but then it starts to get to where i'm doing that too much right and like like you know last year i think i painted one thing
0: yeah, 2021, I know you were in a creative block, for sure.
1: Except for, like, work. Which I is not... Of, it, I did a lot of drawing it, and videos and stuff for work, but, but not anything really
0: Again, personal. you did a lot of, actually, and we won't get into this because it's work stuff, but, yeah. like, she did a lot of cool, very, very cool videos for I did. her, like, very creative, like... <laughs> She's the pink-haired mermaid librarian who makes videos. I, mean, so it's, I
1: made up a whole library mouse. It's too, not boring. how to
0: shop books. No, it's, like, super delightful and creative. But I agree, like, with what you're saying, that, like, maybe that's enough. Maybe you dug hard and did a really creative thing for your job, and you were like, I think uh, I'm going to sit at home, put I'm on stressed. my comfy <laughs> socks, and watch, like, Handma- Handmaid's Tale or whatever it is, and just be like, that's okay. That'll do, pig, you know? Yeah. Um I I love that you're saying that and I I would love to be more like that.
1: <laughs> I pro I mean I, I like to think that I that I'm thinking that, but a lot of times I am like, gosh, I'm not doing anything.
0: But well, we should remind people that it's normal because I feel pretty similar to you and probably everybody feels exactly the same as us, so.
1: And I also saw something else that somebody posted on like Instagram I think and it was talking about how like a lot of indigenous cultures have the mindset that we're not put on this earth to like, have to do anything, like, to accomplish anything in particular. We're maybe we're just here to live life
0: and experience life. That's very French. Is it? You gotta, like, <laughs> move to, fr- to France the and, France. like, become a, a progressive intellectual poet
1: and learn French.
0: That's very French. That's very, like, and also let's all have sex with each other. Yeah, but no, see, it's true. I don't do that. <laughs> no, but you're right. Like, um, well,
1: it's a capitalist thing. I was I just guess. gonna say,
0: it reminds me. <laughs> It was a capitalist thing, but also it reminds me of the um, Instagram story or TikTok video where it's like the the audio is the people keep doing their dogs like their cats like sleeping, and the audio is like, um, "Hey, what's your ideal job?" And the dog or cat's like, "I've told you, darling. I do not, I do not have a dream job. I do not, I do not dream of labor or whatever." Have <laughs> you seen that? <laughs> I haven't seen oh, that, no. it's like I, I do not dream it. of labor, but it's it's so exactly what you're saying where the, why is this like the way we make ourselves worthy when we're already worthy just as we are yeah
1: just enjoying it as much
0: as but i can. will say you know the american uh, american can do spirit it's uh it'll kill you but it's also pretty fun like it does make you strive goofy, yeah it makes you strive to like do a bunch of crazy stuff which maybe that's
1: bad as long as it's not like unhealthy i guess moderation always
0: but like so I deal with I shouldn't say this but I deal with some booking stuff in Europe sometimes and because I've been trying to get to Europe for many years and I had to cancel Europe again for this year because for reasons but um even like the way that they answer emails and how often like in Italy it's very (laughs) like oh oh yes oh, oh yes this came to me six months ago like I am like that. I love that. Like, I, I'm actually, <laughs> my, my, like, internalized American, like, bootstrap stuff is, it's just a really thinly veiled, like, jealousy for the, the like, the cultures that have siesta and the cultures that you really embrace that, you know, but I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you know, we're getting shit done. But really, I don't Come know. Do it now. Do it all now. Yeah. And when I think of getting shit done, I just think a lot about social media because I feel like. With music and band stuff, you just can never stop posting on social media. And yeah. I'll probably be a husk of a... Hu- I'll be like a mummy and I'll be like posting on social you media. You
1: enjoy some of it, though.
0: Right? I do. <laughs> I'm glad that that shows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I get the sense that you I enjoy do. It, but I, I do, I know. like. I, but it just, feels
0: like the capitalist, like, if I don't do it, then somebody else will. Yeah. And then I don't know what happens I next. I
1: don't want to be irrelevant.
0: I'll be irrelevant forever. Exactly.
1: It's like like you're an old time movie star, and yes, like, I gotta keep making movies. They're like yeah, but you're so old. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <don't> oh, thanks, <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> <they're> not
1: you. <laughs> yeah, not you. <laughs> but it's like you just keep 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 doing it, keep doing it until you like wear yourself out.
0: Maybe are you referring to my extendable cigarette holder? No, And my watched, turban.
1: Watch a movie. Watched a movie that reminded me of that. It's called Their Finest. It's really good. Oh, okay. It's about um, it takes place in. Um, during world war Two, and it's these people that make like basically propaganda films but like dramatic propaganda films and one of the actors that's in it or that they want to have in it doesn't want to do it because he thinks he's like above it because he's this great sounds actor. awesome is it really like good.
0: a black and white movie
1: no it's actually from a few years ago. oh okay it's a newer movie but it's set in world war Two.
0: um that's awesome
1: their finest
0: Um, we should go into movies then because I that reminds me I watched a lot of like weird classic movies and a bunch of Elizabeth Taylor movies. Oh Oh my gosh. Were
1: those Jesse recommendations?
0: Oh yeah, some of them were. Uh, There was one I think it was called uh, I I didn't write down these movies, but it was basically every Elizabeth Taylor movie where (laughs) she's literally a haughty I mean H A U G H T Y a haughty, sultry, bitchy violet-eyed, beautiful, short... Like she is. No-necked, curvy lady. She doesn't have a neck? She doesn't have a neck, I've realized. Oh. I've analyzed... I Google often. I'm like, why is Elizabeth Taylor the most beautiful woman in the world? She really is beautiful. But she's, like, beautiful by her own sheer will of, like... If you look at her eyes, she's like, you will want to sleep with me. Like, she just has this, like, mesmerizing thing going on, which makes her Cleopatra for mm-hmm. sure, which I did not watch this year, but I, or 2021. But I did watch... A movie where she's in the jungle and there's all these wild animals and it's very sexy. And then another one with her where she's a Southern Belle, or no, she's like lives on in the West on like a ranch and she's like this sexy, haughty, like, oh, you can never tame me. I'm like a wild stallion with her, like a Scarlet Vague, hair yeah, like hair. with her vague accent. <laughs> um,
1: does she do accents well? I haven't seen a lot. I of I feel her like
0: movies. she she has that like weird old timey mm. accent where it's not really an accent. The Eartha Can't Kit really thing. are like, where is this yeah, from? Yeah, that
1: Eartha can you like
0: pull it off like nobody? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> she she uh, they talk about a woman who Eartha Kit wills you to like be interested in her because she's just like I yeah, am the idea. shit. But I will say there were two movies I saw. One I saw is right at the very very end of the year. It was um, Last Train to Soho. Which is okay. a new movie about a woman who gets stuck in the '60s and there's fashion involved. It's very, very cool. There's zombies. I fully, I believe oh, the zombies. dude from not, bleh, I believe the dude from Shaun of the Dead is involved in some way. I could be wrong, but it was really cool. I'm Simon, bad at explaining Simon movies. Peg, I peg. feel like he was involved, but I could be wrong. So
1: there's zombies in it.
0: Um, a, a form of zombie, and okay. I don't want to give up too okay. much away. And then the other thing I saw, which was I watched Footloose for the second time, oh. and what made that my, one of my number one choices of movies was because I watched it alongside my husband, who had never seen Footloose. I've still
1: never seen <gasps> it. I don't want to watch it. It looks so bad. I hate Kevin Bacon.
0: Kevin Bacon in a tractor, like no, a. I hate tr- him, it's like a, like, like that teenage. Old fifties movie where like the what is it Rebel Without a Cause where they're like they're like racing jalopies and stuff but mm-hmm. but in this movie they're racing tractors that are going five miles an hour <laughs> in a town where you can't dance. Um, the guy from Third Rock from the Sun, isn't it?
1: Oh, John Lithgow.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you, yeah, he still looks I in, like him. the same. Yeah, I thought you did. He's great. Right? Mm-hmm. Did we talk about this? He's
1: hilarious. I don't know.
0: Anyways, those are my two movies. I know that's ridiculous, but also just anything with Elizabeth Taylor. And that was like my 2021. What was your movie list?
1: I had a couple. I I, I was very musical heavy. I, I don't oh. really watch a lot of new movies anymore, but I actually kind of accidentally started watching Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix. It's about mm. uh, Jonathan Larson who wrote the musical Rent. Ooh. So he was a composer, but he was, it's basically this is, um a dramatized version of his um like off Broadway kind of rock musical about his own life and process. Like he's about to turn thirty in this. So Lynn Manuel Miranda of Hamilton, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he directed it and it was excellent. It's uh Andrew Garfield who is one of the Spider Man's oh. you know, Spider Man guys for like like last Spider Man, not the current no. Spider Man, but he's uh, a British actor. But he is I guess it was his first time singing a role, and he's phenomenal. The, The songs are great. There's this one musical number that has, like, I don't know, like, 50 cameos from all these really huge musical, like, Broadway stars, like. Bernadette Peters is in it, and um, just a ton of really amazing people. This is on
0: Netflix? Yeah, it's okay. a Netflix
1: movie. I think it came out in the movie theaters as well, which I kind of wish I would I, have been able to wow, see Wow, i theater, missed that. Um, in theater. But is the premise, so though, that good. he's,
0: like, turning 30, so he's like, oh, my God, my life. He's, what am I doing with yes, my life?
1: Yes, it is. How and, quaint. And it's him worrying about turning 30, having not had, like, his breakthrough yet he's working on this musical and everyone's telling him, Oh, that's great, that's great. What else do you have?
0: Oh, don't but, I I know but, that feeling.
1: <laughs> but so it's based on his real life and he ended up actually passing away the night before, I think, the opening of rent.
0: So oh, he never what?
1: actually got to see his
0: How did he die? He,
1: I can't remember. It was some um it was some medical thing that he didn't know that he had. I think it was his heart.
0: Oh my god I
1: forget um but yeah, he passed it. Like they had workshopped, they'd they'd rehearsed Rent, and it was like the night before it was supposed to go. Like in, either in previous This must or be or a program.
0: known story that's shocking to me, it but is, I'm sure everyone I did, knows.
1: I didn't know about it, and I was like a theater I major. Didn't. I didn't even know about it. I actually hadn't seen Rent at that. Like, when I watched that, I'd heard, like, some of the songs, but um, I, I watched Rent after that, which I, I enjoyed it, but um, it was a really, really well-done movie, and it was really tragic story, but um, very, very well done. I
0: will see that. Um, Did you see the Cats movie? No. Okay.
1: Oh, uh, I can't. I, I can't. I, it just looks too bad. I... I, I actually, no. I would watch it. I
0: googled reviews of it and watched the YouTube people, like, eviscerate it, it's and that was just, the best part, because you would see clips of people, like, badly dancing, and looks yeah. It great. so ridiculous great. Yeah. and scary. I just thought, since you like musicals.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so much that one. I do like fan of the Opera, so I, I like some Andrew Lloyd Webber, but Cats is not my top, but the movie just looked horrifying. The CGI was just, uh, I don't Oh, yeah. Like, it's I don't bad.
0: It's... it's hor. It is very scary. I feel sad
1: for everyone in that It kind
0: of makes <laughs> your brain do that, like, short circuit where you're like, ugh. Like There's it's, some great people yeah. In
1: that movie too, and I'm like, why are you in this Yeah, they're dead to us now. No, Dame Judi Dench not oh, well. dead. Um, But then the other one that I watched um, was—I think there's more than one—but that I was going to talk about. But the one, the other one that stood out to me was the new West Side Story. So
0: yes, I
1: hadn't gone to the movie theater obviously because of COVID, and I kind of didn't want to go. But Shane bought me tickets or bought us tickets because he knew I really wanted to see it. And so that was like shortly before the new year. So I'm counting it. I think I think it was in 2021. But let me tell you, I love West Side Story. I love the music. Um, I love Stephen Sondheim. I think he had he had just passed away. which Right. Like, yeah. Stephen Sondheim is actually a character in Tick, Tick, Boom. So it was like all connected. All this stuff was connected for me. So, we, we saw it in the theater. I kid you not, and I knew it was going to happen. I cried from, like, the first note to the very end. <laughs> I was, like, sobbing, dancing, like, in, like chair oh. dancing, singing along to everything, like, quietly with a mask on. And I was just, like, sobbing at the end. Oh my And the God. guy next to me is like, so did you like it?
0: <laughs> I just loved yes, it. I loved it. I love that your idea of, like, I was singing and crying, and I to anyone else is like she seems like she kind of liked it <laughs>
1: it was it was I've, I've read some stuff that's like we didn't need this but i the the one with nabley wood the the 60s one is not great they're lip-syncing it's not really their voice but that's the original wearing, one no, well i mean the original one is the stage show oh it's much better i I have the stage recording. i thought the
0: original one was the gap commercial
1: yes <laughs> cool real cool play it gap cool Caps. boy no but um and um, Rita Moreno, who was in the original movie, who played um, oh my god, I just Anita. She is a character in the new one, and she sings one of the songs, and it was amazing that, he, that she was involved in that. And it's Steven Spielberg, so I mean, I love Spielberg. We I mean, were trying to go because you
0: you were so jazzed, and I when growing up, I had the record, the mu- music, mm-hmm. the music record, the um, the soundtrack on vinyl because yeah. I had like a record player, and you would just find random. I found like hair. And, like, all sorts of, G- like, Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, yeah. And I actually shoplifted that. I don't know why. From a thrift store. Um, and then I had West Side Story. And I liked um, musicals and, like, Cole Porter music mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I was, like, dabbling. Like, my mom was into it. So I dabbled. Um, so I'm really connected to the music. So I when you said it was good, I was like, oh, the music is so good. And the the energy of the dance numbers and everything. But we that was the week end that we got the crazy six-foot or some sorry 6 inches of snow oh, yeah. in, in on the west coast just slammed everyone on the west coast and it was the day that my mom and I were going to go and like have this bonding moment Aww. of seeing a musical together and you had already primed me to like yeah. cry you know the whole time and so I have to go see this. You, you so thank you for see. reminding me that.
1: Yeah, it was so good. Um, there was a whole thing about how they actually like speak Spanish and sing some a little bit in Spanish in it without subtitles, and people were kind of upset about that.
0: Instead of like the and weird Stephen like kind Stillberg of Spanish,
1: like, it's disrespectful. Like it, we're not putting subtitles in it, and so I don't know. It was it was really well. Done. Well, the Everyone movie very it
0: kind of does. I mean, it brings up like the whole melting pot cultural mm-hmm. thing of America, right? Well, on so the,
1: on the plus side, uh, on this version, I mean, the 60s version, a lot of the characters were basically in brown face, so these people, really? the people, yeah, so oh uh, Reno Reno had to wear like brown, brown, dark makeup. And, and she's actually Puerto Rican.
0: Natalie Wood is like the whitest person yeah, in the so world. Yeah, she had she like was wearing the brown whitest, face also whitest. Yeah,
1: yeah. So this one is really authentic, more authentic. You know, um, the actors are great, the dancing is awesome, and the music is beautiful.
0: Oh, that's I'm amazing. And we're back. loaf break. Yep. <laughs> Had to take a loaf off. We
1: didn't want you to hear all of
0: our chewing. Or we basically so just, just ate the loaf and then talked a lot about other things that would have been great to have on the show, but just didn't record it I because we're actually friends in real life.
1: <laughs> and then sometimes we have to like be like, save save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. So now we just can't talk about things anymore.
0: It's <laughs> true. It's a way to make a friendship real we, awkward. We only
1: get to talk about the second best things. Make it weird. Yes. Yeah.
0: Your friendship gets more boring, but your podcast gets more exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a sacrifice.
1: We're willing to make for you the one listener. Yes. <laughs> Hi, you.
0: I'm gonna say four listeners. Yeah,
1: that's true. I, I have gotten some lovely some lovely comments about
0: Aww. enjoying the
1: podcast. So Shout out like, to my friends. Yeah,
0: to our friends and to my sister Chakra, who's in Berlin with her first baby, Yay. who's probably listening to this donk shame. <laughs> anyways okay,
1: so we were gonna talk about books right
0: and now we will casually segue into books
1: check out best segue of 2022 <laughs> already
0: literally the best segue literally
1: <laughs> aside from
0: the ones that you can ride on that's what i mean
1: <laughs> but they stop making them
0: because they're death traps probably yeah i see i feel that I don't need to live my life. I don't. That's not a bucket you list. Don't need to live <laughs> well, I'm just. I was gonna say I don't need to live my life thinking I didn't live because I didn't go on like a Segway I'm tour in Rome us. or something. Like, but
1: you went on one of those scooters, though, didn't
0: you? What scooters?
1: Have you been on one of those like rental
0: scooters? Oh, the bird scooters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I got a it. that's h- highly scary. I yeah. Don't, I don't want to. Go too slow, fall over. Go too fast, you die. So or it's, do
1: both, then you're you're me.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um... <laughs> That's a metaphor for something, but we won't get into that. Just move on. So books. What,
1: what Books, books, books. What would you like, what book really? So,
0: okay, so to... I talked a lot about memoirs in recent episodes. Y'all know I listen, I read memoirs. I also listen to audiobooks and memoirs. And I find them a little bit more like, just like a fun, like, dive into someone's world. And I don't really, ex- I don't really um think of them as literature. Really? No. Not in the sense That's of, my like...
1: my favorite kind of book, for sure.
0: I mean, I prefer memoirs, for sure. Um, but I don't consider it as, like, the most, like, nourishing, writerly thing that feels like I'm reading a writerly oh. thing. You know? Literature. cha. Yeah, I'm much more of a nonfiction
1: person.
0: Yeah, I can see that. So, I, I do have some books listed that I did read that I liked. <laughs> I, and swear, somewhere. I read them. <laughs> oh, okay. So, one thing oh, this was so perfect for like lockdown and for the extended quarantine, and that was The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson mm. who was a writer in the like, um the 50s and and I want to say 60s who did both good housekeeping articles and housewifey humor pieces but also insanely dark and weird and creepy and amazing books like the haunting of Hill House and several others and she was very weird and very uh she her she was she was ahead of her time and like made a lot of social commentary in her writing. Um, But the book especially is very, It has an amazing ambiance. There's definitely an element of like the whole horror element, the whole horror, you know, ghostly experience. But I think it was written, was it written I think in the early 50s? I could be wrong. So, um, but it's set in the 30s, I want to say. So it has a very eerie presence. And it's a lot about like the book, the, 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 the house that they're in, I'm really bad at this. I'm sorry. But the house that they're in, when they're all in the house together you now, um, is like a character in the book. So it's oh. just... And there's just a lot of really eerie, weird, beautiful, dark imagery. And it was just really good for, like, being at home and being stuck at home and feeling like you're, you're becoming crazy. And you're, your
1: house is going to eat you. Well, kind of,
0: yeah. And it's, like, it's very foreboding. And it is... We all kind of felt like that. I, I felt like that. So it, it was, like, this descent into, like, complete insanity that really mimicked what I was feeling like so
1: you're gonna be like absorbed into the wallpaper uh, yes
0: yes absolutely 110 <laughs> so that's a that was a really good one and was then that I, an
1: inspiration for the music video that you made like the noir at all um I
0: don't know no, I think yeah. mostly I was inspired by the, all the black and white movies right. I've been watching, the yeah. noir movies, That's and true. you did a great black and white video in October for us, for Neurotica, <laughs> our song Neurotica, and so I was like, okay, there's so much that can be done with black and white, and so I went on YouTube and looked at makeup, that you, like, how to do the makeup for black and white movies, so I did, like, black lips, and I did the highlights, and it was really fun to, like, put on like a whole like old like silent movie star like face mm-hmm. and this is a video that is not out yet so y'all don't know what I'm talking about but it, it'll be out it's, it's for a go-go's cover we did but um yeah so Shirley Jackson I also read her collective collected stories let me tell you and dark tales and they're all equally kind of like bright and female kind of oriented but also foreboding so I really liked that um it also had like a little bit of social commentary about being woman in this country. Um, Especially I read at that time. Totes, yeah. I mean, and she had, like, kids and was, like, a housewife and definitely, like, embraced that and wrote a lot about children. But she has some really creepy things where, like, there's one story where she's writing about a child who's at a party and it's, like, this guy is in the kitchen with the kid and the kid is talking about um, nuclear war and, like, I guess this was after the bomb was dropped on, like, Hiroshima.
1: Oh. Oh, is, is there a movie about her? Yes, it came out thoughts? in 2020. Yeah, I watched that. Oh, okay, well, I watched that one.
0: if that intrigued you, I highly yes. recommend you dive deep into her madness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so she's a very interesting character. But she def- she did have kids and like was a mom. Yeah, the movie portrayed
1: her as kind the movie of being, didn't like, kind portray of of her. It. Yeah, like, kind of just being removed. From family life, sort of, and, like, kind of retreating into her. Yes.
0: And there's a lot of sex and stuff that doesn't need to be in it, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't opinion. really
1: remember it that well. I just...
0: But I- there is a movie about her. Um, I did read... So I love Melissa Broder. Um, she kind of came to fame on Twitter with her So Sad Today pod, or, um, Twitter account. Um, and she's just, like, a really depressed, poetic person. And she's written several books um, and books of poetry, um, she wrote a book called The Pisces, which is about a woman who falls in love with a real merman oh. <laughs> and little logistical maneuvers of that and how it all kind of goes down. Um but milk is about these two women that are in a love affair that also has to do with uh, it has to do with like mommy issues and food issues and uh, Judaism and it's a whole thing. And family is, like, it, it, she's really intelligent and really into, like, sexy sexy stuff, too. So it's, like, kind of fun because you never know, like, if you're going to be disgusted or you're going to be like, oh, oh, my. Um, there's definitely, like, a bunch of stuff about, like, frozen yogurt that feels very um, foreplay. <laughs> so um, Milk Fed by Melissa Broder. I like that a lot. And then um, I read Eileen by Otessa Mosh... I don't know how to say her last name. It's like Moshfog? M-O-S-H-F-E-G-H? I don't know. But she wrote um, My Year of Rest and and Relaxation, if you've read that. Mm -mm. It's about a woman in the early 2000s, right before 9-11, who goes into a severe depression and decides she's going to sleep until she feels better. And it's like how she does that. She literally finds a way to like literally hibernate and sleep her entire life away until she feels better and um it's really eerie and really well written and it's very psychological and um she wrote a book called Eileen which is about another kind of equally depressed woman but she's very combative and finds a way to take matters into her own hands she's more action oriented i'll say that so Eileen is really good and then um i think those are like my best like literature like literature books i did read a shit ton of memoir And I love memoir and I'm not saying it's not good, but like, yeah, like there's the Debbie Harry one and there's the Kathy Valentine one and there's the Elvira one and all that stuff. And I do love that, but it was nice to read some really, just like really interesting, really smart, misanthropic, dark humor, scathing humor kind of female thing. Looks like that's what I feel like is happening in my head. So it was like nice to have that during this time period because it was just like, fuck the world. Everything's horrible. And it kind of felt nice to have that kind of reflected. <laughs> so <laughs> these books are not happy. None of these books are happy by the way. They're very horrifying. Um but uh yeah sometimes you just gotta go deeper into that to get to the other side. So now I'm just ready to read like the happiest shit in the world. So
1: I wonder what that'll be. Well, maybe you have a
0: recommendation for me. I will pass the baton to you, Danielle. What did you read in 2021 that that caught your eye?
1: Um, well, I already mentioned before and whenever other a podcast podcasts, like my top, probably still my top two for the year, which was um, The Lady from the Black Lagoon about Melissa and Patrick by Melanie right. Amira. And also, um, You'll Never Believe What Happened to Lacey by Amber Ruffin and um, um, Lacey Lamar. But uh, aside from those two amazing books that I highly recommend, um, one that one thing that I I remember actually you were talking about it a, on um, a Crusher talk and you were talking about embracing the parts of the old you mm-hmm. the, old, the the new Jan Brady, which um, I actually kind of started embracing my old like childhood obsessions in animals specifically yes orcas very specifically. <laughs> So, I started just adding all these books about orcas to my, like, library, like, reading list, and so when we went to Catalina in August, um... That's great. I brought this book, uh, called Of Orcas and Men, What Killer Whales Can Teach Us by David Newart. David Newart. He's a, wow. an investigative re- a journalist, but he, um, was doing a lot of kayaking and visiting these, uh, orca pods... Uh, in the Pacific Northwest. So, it's basically a history, um, of orcas from all the way back from, like, indigenous, um, tales, legends, um, up to, through, like, their, um... The fear that people had of them because they—they're they're, highly they're scary. Whales, they do, even though yeah. They don't, they don't um, go after people unless you put them in captivity. So it also goes through like all the Sea World stuff.
0: I love the idea of returning to like an uh, old uh, obsession. I love that because I have one too. I'll, I'll bring up later. And sorry, the dogs are barking. I mean, they want to get out of other this room.
1: Animals and not us. How we're gonna get in you?
0: trouble. I mean, Madonna Inn is not allowed to have animals, so know, we're gonna right? get in don't so much man. trouble.
1: They're just hanging out in the beautiful pastel bathtub. That's that's what's happening right now. Um, the other, one of the other ones that I read, and I couldn't remember if I read this just in 2021 or if it kind of spilled into 2022. But I read How to Be a Good Creature, a memoir in 13 animals by Cy Montgomery, who is a... Um, a nature. She write, mostly writes about animals, nonfiction. And so she uh, travels all around the world writing books for adults and for children about uh, different animals. And so it goes from each chapter is a different animal in her life and what it taught her.
0: Oh, I love that. So
1: it's it's really good. It starts out with her early childhood dog and how much she just, when she was a kid, she just wanted to be a dog, and then it goes through, like, she, there's a tarantula, there's, um, all kinds, of, there's a um, emu, she studied emu, um, and then it got to some of her dogs that had passed away, and, like, the deep depression that she went through uh, following that, and kind of how she coped with all of that, which... I, I do have a a cat who is, I want to say, he's like 12 or 13 and he will live forever. <laughs> but I, I, I checked it out at the library and I was like, I think I'm going to have to buy this just in case anything happens. I think it'll help me get through that. I cried a lot reading that book. Oh yeah. It was really good. The illustrations are beautiful. It's like, not heavily illustrated, but really really well done.
0: So it's worth getting on, like not just Kindle. Like, oh, you gotta yeah, actually definitely,
1: yeah. I, I would definitely get it for the illustrations. There's actually a kid's version of it, and I can't remember what it's called, but um, it look it's basically the same idea, but probably a lot more kid-friendly. I haven't had a chance to um, check that one out yet, but I did order it for my school just because I know that it's going to be great. I actually wanted to read this to some of the like older classes, some of the chapters that aren't like talking about suicidal thoughts and stuff like that. But um it's it's really excellent and it just made me want to read like everything that oh, the it written it's it's really it also really
0: makes fun. you want to strangle my I know. creatures. <laughs>
1: the dogs are very upset. was actually i think it was a gift from you thirsty mermaids by cat oh Liz yeah yeah i mean uh-huh. it was really good i enjoyed it um it's about um a group of tipsy mermaids that get stuck on land and what did you read it okay so one of there them there was
0: alcohol there was mermaids <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like and beautiful colors and it
0: might be ya i don't know but, uh, it, but I,
1: it, I think but not. it kind of can't be because they're I don't drinking so yeah. yeah i think it's this harder. is by the way
0: this is a graphic novel
1: yeah it's a graphic novel yeah. Um, so they get stuck on land because one of them, one of the mermaids, is like kind of like a witch in training, and so she does this spell to to make them give them legs and put them on land. But she doesn't know how to turn them back, and so they live with this. They they go to a, the bar and they end up living with the bartender.
0: this is kind of like splash but less problematic
1: yeah and so it's kind of them trying to figure out how to be people and also trying to kind of figure out how to get back to the ocean that's cool is it a
0: self-contained book or is it a series i think it's it must be i thought it was just so so unique it couldn't have been more than one
1: yeah and and the character the the bartender is a trans woman and they don't like really address it at all, it's just kind of like she's just in there. So I'm like, sweet. I love that. This is, this is really cool. So that one, and then um, I have to talk about kids' books just because that is my job. Um, How dare you. I have a couple of re- a few recommendations for that. So um, the first one is called The Little Things, a story about acts of kindness by Christian Trimmer with illustrations by Kalani Juanita, which is, she's one of my very favorite new illustrators. Um, and so it's about this little girl who um, sees that there are all these starfish washed up on the shore and she's putting them all back and there's this person that's like, why are you bothering doing that? You're just, you know... Like, a lot of these you're not going to be able to put in there. And she's like, yeah, well, but I'm going to help what I can. And so it sets off kind of a chain reaction, like kind of a paying it forward kind of thing where that person ends up helping somebody else, ends up, some you know, helping somebody else. And it's really, like, a diverse cast of characters, really inclusive. Um, the illustrator's work is usually, um, or always, very um, diverse and people of all abilities, um, different cultural backgrounds and stuff, and their fashion is always really, really awesome, so that one I love. Um, she also wrote a couple other, or illustrated a few other books that are really um, good, including A House for Every Bird, that's, that's one of her new ones, and When Aiden Became a Brother, which is about um, a little trans boy who um, is about to become a brother and is uh, figuring out how he can welcome his new little baby sibling. And uh, another one is um, Outside Inside by Lewin Pham, which is very <laughs> timely. It is a COVID story. Basically, it's about how um, at first everyone had to go inside because something happened. They don't mention COVID specifically, but people are wearing masks. All of a sudden, everyone has to go inside and... They do it to help each other, which it it was, I actually watched Lewin Fam, the author illustrator read it. Um, on like a Zoom, and I was totally crying. It's it's very well done. It's it's really kind of a t- time capsule of our time. Aww. And I was like, I'm never gonna be able to read this to a class because I'm not gonna be able to get through it. But it's really touching.
0: Oh, it looks great. Yeah, the listeners can't see, but these Danielle has brought some of these kids' books, and I wish adult books were like fun and juicy and pretty and had beautiful glossy photos and not photos, illustrations. This little cat. I love
1: love a good. good
0: And I just I get everything on Kindle now too, so it's like I just really miss that tactile.
1: Yeah, I can't I can't absorb. The printed, I mean, the digital word as well as I right. we can. The printed, so I don't have like yeah. an e-reader or anything. And then last one, um, a bright star by Juju Morales, um, who's a Caldecott honoree, and she's got lots and lots of amazing books. But this one I love because the deer. The main There's a
0: deer on the cover. The main
1: character is a deer. There's a, a
0: deer fawn. and a cactus on the cover, it's and it's a fun really sweet.
1: Learning how to just be alive because they're you know a new fawn, and the mom is helping. Takes place on the border between Mexico and United States. And I just love everything that Juju Morales does. It looks does.
0: beautiful. It's so
1: gorgeous. I love it. So that one. And then the last one is um, like a novel for... Um, for like middle grade, and it's basic. It's basically Trevor Noah's biography, but um, like the youth version. So it's called um, "It's Trevor Noah: Born a Crime," and it's just about his life, which oh, I, awesome. it was hilarious. It, I, I
0: yeah, you've talked about that before, have you? Yeah. Suppo-
1: not on here. I don't think. Oh. But they're supposed to make it into a movie.
0: Oh okay. Um, and
1: I can't wait for that because his life just seems. I think maybe maybe I did talk about oh, okay. it, but yeah, that was my last pick for books.
0: Great Rex, I want to read children's books. I want you to make one.
1: I um yeah
0: this maybe. <laughs> but you as you were saying stuff I was like oh I actually brought books to the party too and okay. didn't actually look at those that are also contenders I will there was one that was in a kind of a different category which is um the graphic novel and um I when I was in I think I was in New York when I got this but my husband takes me to the you know the comic book store everywhere we go mm-hmm. as you know your husband takes you to every probably estate sale or or antique store wherever you go or whatever you take him to every vegan place wherever you go <laughs> so I always end up going to these um comic book stores and I'm always like okay I'll hang out there while like the guy at the counter is usually just kind of weird and <laughs> I mean I hate to be disparaging as I used to be the wife of a comic book you owner used to be that weird guy anywhere. I was yeah and so he was the weird guy the comic book guy I, the, the Simpsons comic book guy um But the thing that is my saving grace is I'll go into like the independent area or section and find all these amazing weird things like very artistic books that I would have never, you know, found otherwise because I'm just bored out of my mind. So one of the books I found that I just thought was so good is called Here. It's by an artist called Richard McGuire, who I had never heard of before. I think that's how you say it, Richard McGuire, Mm -hmm. probably. Um, It's actually a book that is about one single location in time and what happened there from 1400 B.C. or something to like 1766 to like 1985, but it's not in chronological order. So it goes from indigenous people doing stuff in that that specific place to a beautiful intimate moment of like a child and their mother sitting on a couch in the 50s to and it's all um illustrated so there's no words it's so each all-
1: spread as a different year
0: yeah so like for instance right now I'm in 1916 and some of the most beautiful parts of this that really moved me and made me like want to cry is that um it starts off where like you're kind of bump you're kind of bopping through the decades and this place where this house this house is located. And I guess it was a funeral home at one point as well. Um, but some of these pages, um, it's really poignant, are like showing 2007, 1990, and 1916 in the same like mm. living room. Mm-hmm. So it was a funeral home, but also it was a couch that somebody was laying on. It was also like, you know, maybe the location where somebody found some interesting news that was, Life-changing, and it just makes you realize that, like, every place you've lived, including your own childhood home, is, like, its own insane, like, time capsule, and that it's kind of, like, scary and sad, but also, like, beautiful to think that it's not all just about your time frame, Mm -hmm. you know? It kind of releases any... If you're stressed about stuff in your life, it's like, well, you're just one piece of this history. Like, I'm living in a house that was built in 1964 that you know, we've lived in for 10 years or 15 years and who knows what'll happen in 20 years or 30 Mm -hmm. years or a hundred years. Right. And maybe it goes back to the land and the deer take it over. So (laughs) this was actually a really poignant book and I can't believe I forgot to talk about it, but um, this was like my graphic novel pick it's here and it is, this is a book you have to like hold and look at. And I like to look at it before bed. I'm not done with it yet. And then um, my good friend, Natalie, um, Horn Dr. Horn um gave me the uh, a Weezy Bat book which really broke my heart because I used to read the Weezy Bat book series when I was a kid mm-hmm. when I was like 13 or 14 and I dreamed of being an artist and living in Los Angeles and um being like a punk rock cool chick and everything about Francesca Leah Blocks Work is like everything I want to be, so I've like, I literally grew up on it. So the fact that she got it for me, she was like, Oh, I think you like this. I was like, <laughs> I literally read every single Weezy Bat book you're ever. Endless. Um, and then Danielle, you you gave me a book. Um, what was the one? Be Your Own.
1: Oh, uh, it was The Pesky the Meddling movie, Girls, movie star, like you're the. Movie star in your own movie. Yeah, be your own, own movie
0: star in your own movie or something, movie but it's, it's but yeah. the w- woman who does the pesking meddling girls yeah. zine, which Danielle's been trying to get me into forever, which was a 90s phenomenon that was super cool. And she wrote Vintage LA. She wrote like, Vintage LA. Yeah. um This woman who is... What's Gen- her
1: name? Jennifer
0: Brandt. Jennifer Brandt. So... Um, now it's Taylor. Okay. Jennifer Brandt. Well, um... I don't know why I'm connecting the two. What was I going to say about I think,
1: that? well, she also, I think, was very inspired. Yeah.
0: By oh, yeah, that's probably why. Because she was talking about how much she was inspired by those books as well. And I was in the early 2000s, like, young teenager, like, oh, my God, it's poetry. And this is just like a story about, it's like a modern day, well, it was like, uh, it was modern. It was like a fable, I guess, written in the 80s, I think, 80s or 90s, um, about a girl named Weetzie Bat. And then her family and her, she falls in love with this beautiful um, stranger. And there's all sorts of amazing descriptions and stuff. I don't know. I'm really bad at describing books. So just (laughs) like, check it out. Um, And then one other one I found actually at Powell's Books in Portland when I was in in that area in um, the Pacific Northwest in the summer of 2021. It's called See You in Paradise. It's perfect for me because it's all about weird shit happening like in domestic cul-de-sac environments Suburbia. yeah and including like weird sci-fi portals into different realms um so and then i found a lot of other good work by Ro- the, the, uh, the author is uh j Rob- robert lennon i found a couple other books by him that i read this year as well that i can't remember the names right now but they're all like i don't know they're just very like wry and very like witty and smart but they're from a domestic point of view hmm. like one of them is about like a subdivision and it's about this creepy subdivision and like what happens there so um, I like him a lot. So it's J. Robert Lennon, L-E-N-N-O-N.
1: I think all of your recommendations are, like, basically, like, a collage of you. Like they're <laughs> all, like, so spot
0: on. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's kind of true. Um, In
1: the best way. It's, like, it's totally Same with you, like, too,
0: though. Yeah. You have, like, the deer Wales. book and the orca book. <laughs> but then you have all the social justice stuff. So it's <laughs> it's funny. It's like if you looked at our reading lists from the past year, I'm sure you would could make a lot of... Um, Asser- assertions about us yeah, and that's
1: very representative of us yeah it? but I love it like
0: you went back to the orcas and I went back to a bat you know oh, yeah. and so that's beautiful mm-hmm. like we both went back to our first back kind of loves. yes I love it so I think we have completed the book portion yeah, of the evening sure. yes <laughs>
1: that's go to the library <laughs> sorry to go online get, yeah get the things um how about podcasts yeah, Are I'm not. I'm not super
0: prepared for this because I listened to like a ton of podcasts and didn't think We're about it. But mainly, there's one new one okay. that I found that I like. That's called. Um, it's called You're Wrong About.
1: Oh, I've heard of that.
0: Yeah, uh, my friend Kelly got me involved in it, and um, it's this amazing woman who's a. Really into research. I can't remember her name right now because I don't have it in front of me. Put it
1: in the notes. She's
0: just like a super anal researcher, and she gets she she. So the latest one's about Tammy Faye Baker, Mm -hmm. um, who was part of the huge um, Christian televangelism (laughs) empire that fell. And um, but it, but it talks about how you're wrong about what you know about her, mm. and that her husband was actually the one who was the horrible demonic person who basically raped a woman and uh, embezzled money and deserved everything he got. But she basically the um, creator of the podcast goes into in depth what was Tammy Faye Baker's life, how many, siblings did she have where did she live what what did that upbringing entail how did that affect her why was she attracted to this man and then how did the public think about her after her husband fell and her involvement and how did her wearing spidery eye makeup and (laughs) mascara kind of it's almost like when you look at britney spears and how she was sort of like treated like this horrible weird monster in society but it was like a monster of society's own making. It was like, well, why, you know, why is that so bad that she was wearing this like, you know, crazy makeup? And, and what do you think you know about her? And do you, and why are you putting all of her husband's sins onto her as if she's a harlot? That when, happens a lot. Yeah, and, and a lot of what, she, and he, she also goes into um, a couple other really interesting ones, um, kind of blanking right now because I'm really bad at on the spot, but go check that podcast out. That was like one of the, Best ones of the year that I listened to. It's not like a fancy podcast. It's like not recorded like amazingly well. It's kind of like ours. Like you it's don't not. Have to be fancy. No, it's not that fancy. Other people be fancy. But that's kind of what makes it like kind of cool, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that was one, but I might have to think more because I don't really know which other ones. Do you have any podcasts?
1: Um, I don't have a lot of specific like episodes, but of course Sagittarian Matters always. Yes, Nicole nice, J. Georges. Yeah, anything that Nicole J. Georges does, pretty much we love. That's right. Um, that was one of my highlights, just to break off for a second, was meeting Nicole Georges and Ponyo. Who's Columbia. a cartoonist. So, yes, she's an yeah. awesome cartoonist, podcaster, teacher, um, graphic novelist yeah everything
0: all her books are great
1: yeah so she had a yard sale and I went to it and I got to shake her dog Ponyo's hand because I'm a member of uh Ponyo's friend club on her Patreon so I got to give Ponyo treats
0: Ponyo knows more about podcasting than we do she's
1: a one-eyed chiweenie right wait I think she's just chihuahua
0: yeah Yeah, she's a
1: Chihuahua. chihuahua she's adorable um so, also, Full Release with Samantha B is mm. always one of my favorites. Also, my favorite, one of my favorite shows is uh, Full Frontal with Samantha B. So, um, in particular, I actually do have a recommendation for, I mean, I love all the episodes. It's a pretty new podcast. I think she just started it last year. One of her most recent guests was uh, Philip Picardi, who's the former editor of Teen Vogue. Um, and he has a podcast called um, Unholier Than Thou, which I'm going to listen to. It's about <laughs> religion because he's studying religion. Yeah. Um, but that one was really an awesome episode. Um, body Stuff with Dr. Jen Gunter I actually found her. She was a, a guest hmm. on Samantha Bee's show. So she's a gynecologist who debunks all, like, interviews a lot of different uh, doctors from different disciplines about um, myths that people have. So, like... Um, she, they, there's an episode on menopause. There's an episode on, like, whether drinking milk, like, what will help your bones or whatever, like. <laughs> uh, one is about the, like, myth of how much water you have to drink.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, this reminds me of my other podcast I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> um, just a bunch of really interesting body stuff. They're pretty short, and she's, like, really personable and very, like, it's really engaging. It's not that sounds really the, great. It's not really the kind of thing I would listen to, but since I heard sounds her awesome. do a whole episode with Samantha be like I, I thought it sounded really cool um and I and I listened to the whole season and it's really short so they're starting on the second um Conan O'Brien needs a friend is like honestly my favorite just I love uh, his assistant you just love talk SNS. shows I love I mean I just love specific talk you
0: love shows. like you're such a 90s person you're I like, just
1: like Conan I mean I just like no Conan. there's ridiculous. also
0: others like um because she's hilarious. and also what's his name Seth Meyers no no The one who was born a crime.
1: Oh, Trevor Noah. (laughs) Trevor Noah. Well, he's a comedian. And SNL
0: is kind of like a weird 90s...
1: It's not
0: a talk show, though. No, but you—you yeah, you like 90s these. Kids. You like these, like refer, like their pop culture referencing yeah. shows.
1: Well, those are like political shows, like Samantha Bee sure. and stuff. But um, Conan O'Brien is just ridiculous. He's just yeah. The podcast is really like it's the only podcast that I will sit and listen to the commercials because okay. he just does a lot he's of shenanigans. But also his assistant. I'm not throwing any
0: shade offer. at you. No, at don't. you, but you are this interesting (laughs) like if you asked a gen z person about like do you know who conan is they'd be like what Uh,
1: maybe yeah i don't know that's okay i'm cool with that and then um busy phillips is doing her best that's cool I, i started listening to it listening to it but most of the episodes are like way over an hour like two hours three hours long so it can be a lot but i i started listening to it because um for the first, like, few episodes, she has uh, Shantira Jackson as, like, one of the co-hosts, and she's a writer for Amber Ruffin, so, like, I love
0: her. I You're love just deep her. in that Amber, Amber um, hole. She's the best. Amber she's alert. Favorite.
1: She's my favorite person. And that's, those are my podcasts. Great Rex. Uh
0: What other new ones? I think that's it for me. But I'm always, yes. like, kind of, like, like, oh, Noble Blood. Oh. Okay, Noble Blood is about basically, like, people in the way back way times and like the <laughs> 1700s 1800s like 1600s like we're talking about kings queens mm. the Tudors. i think that's 1700s mm-hmm. 1600s That was 1600s. i'm so bad with the yeah. specifics but yeah it's like well it's literally like way back way times who's the one oh bathory like like bathory the woman who supposedly like bathed in the blood of like virgins and tried to like make her young again and all this stuff oh. But it's it's also sort of a debunking, but it's, like, a historical debunking of, like, these older, like, people you might know from these, like, stories of old. But she goes into some crazy stuff about, like, weird orgies and people were bribed and there's, like, murders and, like, crazy you know, people were beheaded and there was like Marie Antoinette and all, you know. Mm -hmm. So she goes through each episode and like debunks what you think you know about the person, usually a woman. And the woman is usually seen as somebody who has power and is hated for that Mm -hmm. and then is taken down and then is usually beheaded. It's just funny to see that the lives of these people that like lived in like different like courts and in different castles and like the lords and the ladies and everything, they all were basically the same as like the real housewives. Mm -hmm. And they were all... They're all concerned with status and the same bullshit, but just the way that we perceive them is so different.
1: Well, it's so far removed to like yes, our times. Exactly. I watched a, or I got really into a newer YouTube channel that I think it's called History Calling. And she did a whole series on the Tudors, like, oh, nice. really interesting. It's, it goes outside of that, but I felt like those were the most interesting. And she's, like, I, I don't know if she's an actual historian or she's just, like, kind of a hobbyist. But uh, she's she seamstress? really interesting. No, not her.
0: Because there's a couple about. on YouTube that talk about how, like, period-accurate clothing is not period-accurate in yeah, TV. Yeah, she
1: just talks about history uh. in general. But each, she does, it she did a video about, like, every single one of the wives and, you know.
0: Like, oh, I love that. And
1: all that stuff. That was really interesting.
0: We're going to have to link now, like, the YouTube videos, too, That's because. That's why
1: we need a, a, a website or a blog or something. Yeah. We're working on that. We're working on that. Because you can't fit all this stuff in the description. We're just,
0: we're It'll just happen. we're going hard now. I mean,
1: what We're one-stop shop for all things sparkle and destroy. I think I'm
0: learning I just in I just ingest podcasts but don't retain the real information. Cuz when I when I go to tell what the what it is, I'm like, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> Every time, I like can't remember the the get, the um host's name or like what happens, but I know I enjoyed it. We'll add it in. I know I enjoyed it. Important
1: things. I know I liked it. I know I it liked happened. it. Didn't
0: retain it, but I liked it. <laughs>
1: Um, do you have any like new social media like recs, like people, like new accounts that you've followed? Because I have a couple of those. Oh wow. I can go first.
0: Go first or, or because we do I'll that have at to at think all? about that. Go for it.
1: Okay, so um it's this is probably not new to anybody, but Lily Hayes. I think it's Lily L I L I underscore H A Y E S. So she she's this um elderly lady who lives in LA she works in the she has a shop in the garment district I think and so her her son takes these videos she's on TikTok I think but I don't have TikTok because I'm old um so it's also on Instagram um he he um records her recreating movies, like, scenes from movies. Like, she, they did, like, a Cheech and Chong. She plays both characters. She oh. kind of just, like, generally, like, regurgitates the lines. But she's hilarious. She's, um, she uh, lived in Israel. I can't remember what country she was born in, but she has a really thick accent. And she's just so funny. She always wears, like, a Supreme hat. She, like, looks like she's, like, dressed in, like, hip-hop clothes. Like, <laughs> And she, like, he gets a lot of reaction videos. She calls him an idiot a lot and yells at him, but it's, like, from a place of love. But I just, if I'm ever feeling sad, I just watch her videos. Just, you can even go on YouTube and just find, like, the best of. And it's just ridiculous. So, she brightens my day.
0: That's amazing.
1: Um, also, a lot of otter accounts and cats and mm. stuff. I'll just go, like, A lot of cats and dogs for me, too. Cats. Like, wiener dogs
0: and cats and dogs. I
1: feel like we send each other a lot of yeah. cats.
0: Lately. Um, I send you cats. Yeah. Don't send me cats, so I don't want to see will, cats. I won't send Yeah, don't send me cats.
1: I'll, send, I'll you, send you a
0: cat, but don't send me a cat. I'll
1: send you weird dogs. Thank I'm you. Um, Hannah Pilkus, I can't remember if I started following her last, like, 2020. I think it was 2021. She's a comedian who's super, super funny, and, um... She has this podcast called um, Dance, is it Dance, Magic, Dance, is it? From dance, her? Magic, yeah. Dance, so Magic, Dance. You would love it because that, baby. they're just talking about these ridiculous 80s movies that they like.
0: Okay, but well that's a, a good movie.
1: She's a comedian, well she she's actually dresses up as, um, is it Jared?
0: Jareth? Is that his name?
1: I think so. We just watched it because I'd only seen it one other time, and I wanted to watch it before I uh, listened to the podcast. It's her and her fiancé. They're both comedian-like actors. She um, is hilarious. She does a lot of... She was, like, famous on Vine, if you remember Vine. Oh, I remember Vine. But she's super hilarious. She just does these short little comedy clips. And then following her turned me on to a very gay paint. So these <laughs> these two... Um, guys who actually do really cool like murals but they're also comedians
0: oh and they just do really this sounds amazing ridiculous. how are you finding so much good shit on the internet uh, i don't remember
1: i I pretty much find it all from hannah focus because she's so funny and she like reposts other funny things but those were my social needs
0: so good okay so i again jog memory thank you um <laughs> trixie mattel and katya are like two of my favorite drag queens and they have their own YouTube show called Una, um which you can Google. Just try to say that. I don't know. It's like U-H-N-N-N-H-H-H-H. Um, but Katya is like this um, Russian street walker. And so she turned all her fans onto this account called Look at This Russian. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh okay, so I love Katya because she has such a dry sense of humor. And she's super <laughs> obsessed with Russian culture. And this account is just like the wackiest, like, just day in the life of Russians. (laughs) And I think it doesn't make fun of Russians so much as it shows their just sense of fuck the world. Like randomness. They're just like, fuck it. Like, there's a lady just holding the chicken and she's just into it. But
1: she's really sassy. But she's really really sassy. But she's holding a chicken by the
0: wing. Like, these are Russians that are just in their element. Like, I can't imagine living in Russia under that kind of government and just the the winters and just i mean come on putin like just having what is that? i mean is having putin i don't even know this is a putin it's, like a, it's a butt plug thing. it's a putin butt plug oh, um, i don't know what that is it's weirdly not anti russian it's like pro like russian is like it's russians are awesome
1: the quirkiness yeah of
0: there's definitely like a um a um disregard for bodily harm that i've found with russians <laughs> Um, that's kind of cool so that's really fun and then um, on YouTube I love my Trixie Mattel um, YouTube channel I'm always watching Trixie Um, but as for accounts I'm like I like dogs I like cats I recently got into this everyone knows her she's an influencer but um queen herbie do you know her that sounds
1: familiar but she
0: like sings these like rap songs and hip-hop songs and like sings them into her mic and then does like a sort of a like caption of her lyrics i'm stealing her whole thing (laughs) i've been like totally just stealing her vibe um so i'm like wow this is really cool to see her sing it and also see the lyrics but she has a lot of like self-empowerment Um, like lyrics in her music and you wouldn't expect her to be such an amazing like she's an amazing just like rapper Um, is that a word rapper yeah sounds I feel old Jerry
1: on Parks and Rec a rapist a
0: rapist she's (laughs) a rapist (laughs) rapist. uh, but I feel like everybody knows her but um, I was just inspired by her because she's I don't know she just seems like a bad bitch so Uh, but mostly dogs and cats yeah, and I, I
1: find the otters really brighten my day. Like, I like just watching. Like on YouTube, I'll just sit there and watch otter videos if I'm feeling Fuck, stressed out. Yeah. Like little sea otters holding hands. Yeah. Or otter, an otter mom that drops her uh, baby off on a boat every day while she goes to hunt. Like just mm-hmm. plops it up on the boat that I hope is never going and to leave the harbor. You're but just
0: like I could do that too. I just love going. going I could to do that too. Watching them on video. Otters, yay. Yeah, animals over people. So, I mean, but in general, like, just internet-wise, I've just been kind of like, "Eh," about the whole internet.
1: Yeah, I, I'm trying to find things that make me feel
0: like, I think feel you've better. done that. So you've done that. The, the animals, otters are doing that. Yeah. So that's good. Thank
1: you, otters, for everything. Yeah. Do you want to talk about gifts?
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, my stepfather got us a Traeger it's a small trigger. It's called the Tailgator Series, but I can put a whole salmon in that thing or a chicken or pork butt, close it, throw some hickory pellets or whatever they are in there and walk away and come back a couple hours later and just eat like a king. So best gift I've gotten in like a million years. Like so happy. Changed my life. Every night we've made burgers, we've made pork, we've made tacos we've made everything and it's just like it's like a new person in the relationship it's like a third <laughs> person in the relationship like reed's just like oh you turned the smoker on Such which you gonna smoke assistant. and i'm like i don't even know what i'm gonna smoke whatever i want and i just <laughs> smoke whatever i want can you take it in the van
1: though yeah
0: good and we're gonna you're, we're taking it with you're us you're not gonna yeah, be able yeah. to live without it now oh so no you're
1: gonna have to be able to move that with you
0: just Everywhere. the little joys in life that just make you so happy i mean smoky joys the smoke joys i'm sure you have notes so why don't you say what your favorite oh. are oh my with more.
1: you um uh, my aunt okay so this is like not my style really the the way that it was made but my aunt made us um a pillow personalized pillow with the cats on it
0: <gasps> with your cats,
1: yes, with Mochi and Lily on it, and then my when I wow. used to live with her, we had a cat named Jack, and he's his pictures on the back. But it was so cute. I was trying to get a picture of them with the pillow, oh. and I finally last night Lily was sleeping on his own face, and it was it was.
0: This is your show you. your aunt. Yeah, my aunt. What um, a keeper.
1: I know, and it's funny because I made her. I haven't sent them yet because her her birthday was earlier this month, and I haven't sent them yet, but um. I made her personalized socks with her cats on them, <laughs> so, like, we gave each other.
0: Your family is... We're very cat You're very Mc, McBoyle adjacent. No. Wow. It's, Listeners can't see this, but it looks like two of her floofy cats just, like, sleeping next to each other, but one is a pillow. That's amazing. I'll
1: share this at some
0: point. What a gift!
1: Right? And it's so soft. It's a really nice
0: pillow. What a goddamn gift.
1: I love it. Um, another one is Shane gave me an Amber Ruffin show margarita glass because she drinks margaritas all, like, the whole show. She does? She loves margaritas. Like, like
0: she drinks alcohol?
1: Yeah. She's obsessed with margaritas. You can't drink
0: alcohol when you're working.
1: On TV? She can do whatever she wants. It's her show. Wait, does she literally do that or she just does that? No, it's actual margaritas. Wow. She usually has, like, a stool with, like, two margaritas.
0: I gotta get into this. And
1: so it's actually smaller than a normal, like, rocks glass. Okay. So it's kind of nice because there's always bonus drink because it's such a small glass. You get, like...
0: That extra milkshake area. Yeah. Mm, and that's a great It yeah. just
1: says the Amber Ruffin show on it, but she drinks them on screen, like, from that glass on screen. And so, like, the second I saw that that was a thing you could get online, I was like, I love that. And so he got it for
0: me. What a thoughtful... Very specific gift. It came
1: after Christmas, I think, so it was like an even, it was like a yeah. double surprise because he's like, oh, and he, I came home and he had like made me a margarita in it and he like was like, here's a margarita. And I was like, sweet. And I like started drinking, oh, it's Sam it's, yeah, and margarita glass.
0: He's a keeper.
1: Thanks, Shane. Also, oh, you know what else? My skeleton cat candle I haven't burnt.
0: Oh yet, which Haley was purchased me, in Brooklyn. Yes.
1: Uh, it's a beautiful um, one of those candles. It looks like a cat, but when you burn it it has like a metal skeleton inside. I made- she told me that I have to promise to um, to burn it, but I haven't done it yet. I should so be more
0: tolerant of how you are.
1: It's just so pretty.
0: I can't be tolerant though. I'm like you must burn you it. Burn it
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> What about,
0: um, do you have any other ones? Oh, yeah. So, I was just thinking about the, um, I have a, so we put our dog Mavis down in 2021. That's kind of a low point, which, you know. Mm. But she was old and cranky, so it was time. Um, so, we, I got like a portrait, pet portrait painted um, by an artist called Wolf Knight Art. Um, wolf, and N-I-T-E, art on Instagram, I want to say. And um, basically, you can take your pet and they will... He will kind of create like a punk rock version of it. And I told the artist I would like a Motley Crue t-shirt. Um, she liked to smoke menthol cigarettes and hang out outside the bar and wear cut-off denim jean jackets. Not not unlike Max mom from Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> um,
1: oh my gosh, I just realized she...
0: She is. If you've ever seen it, Sunny in Philadelphia, Mac's mom is literally Mavis, rest in peace. And so I got a portrait done. It was pretty spendy to to do it, but um, it's actually hanging like above us right now. And when she was talking about gifts, it made me realize like, oh, that was a cool gift. I did give that to my husband for our anniversary. And I think it was really special and She, like, watches over us with her little menthol cigarette. She just, when the first portrait came in for the draft, I was like, can you make it, like, dirtier? Can you make her eyebrows more, like, pissed? Can you add, like, yellow stains on her denim? And as I look at it now, oh, God, I could smell the stench. It's so good. And I should say, um, I just got a package today in the mail from my mom and my stepdad, who we spent Christmas with. And they said, do you want Mavis's... um, christmas stocking because they always get the dog's names like embroidered on the stockings because of course they're good grandparents (laughs) and so um i was like yeah yeah you can send it back so we got a package today with mavis's stocking a mini bottle of um fireball a mini bottle of casadora's um tequila a pack of menthol cigarettes (laughs) which must and it's like half smoked so that was somebody must have smoked half those that was amazing um and a couple other things in there, but that was really sweet. And it just made me think of her. And, like, she was just the gr- most grotesque, disgusting, like, old 1970s-style couch left in the rain when you petted her. She was just like – she was like a rabid otter, sea otter. So um <laughs> that gift I feel like was really special just that even though I gave it and didn't receive it, I felt like I received it because it was just a special thing to to have. Um and then, one of the most thoughtful things, as you were talking about um, what um, Shane had done for you, was uh, for our anniversary read. Um, I've been complaining about not having a pedal board forever. And he like put together a pedal board for me with all my pedals and didn't tell me. So I didn't know. Even though I was going into the practice space like every other day, I didn't notice that he had taken some of my pedals I use the most and like my tuner and stuff and like made a little pedal board and he got like a special case for it that like I can carry and like I no longer have to like put my all the cords together and then like plug them into the wall and then plug them all into each other it's all like in one like AC adapter thing so I can just like go to the show with my like little suitcase open it put it on the stage and like plug it in once and that's like a huge like I was like, you have no idea how much I love this because again, I'm not a detail person, so I'll spend my whole life wishing that I took the time to do that, but didn't. And so I feel like that was like so thoughtful. And the few times we played shows, I've been like, I just feel so much more confident. I could just walk in here with my briefcase, throw it on the stage, and that was so nice and just made me think about That's very nice gifts. Yeah, very thoughtful. Of course, and you give functional. me many, and you give me many thoughtful gifts, but I don't, don't want yeah, to embarrass you, you know.
1: So. Um, Oh, and that reminds me, I gave, um, I finally put together our, like, wedding photo album for Shane for Christmas. And oh, I'm right. I'm proud of that. How um,
0: did he respond to that?
1: He loved it. I think he cried a little bit, like, teary <laughs> And, I mean, it was kind of a gift for me, too. we had been talking about it, like, we've been married for years now, but... We How got, many? Four? Uh, Five? We got married in 2017, so I'm bad at math. I should know that. Five years. Five years. Oh, yeah.
0: You have a grace period of, like, eight years to get your wedding photos printed.
1: Yeah, so it turned out really nice. It took a while. I mean, I had to, like, I was trying to get it to where I could get it sent in time, so I had a deadline, and so I was, like, staying up late at night finishing it, but it turned out really nice.
0: That's that a really happened. awesome but, gift.
1: Um. Oh, and I also, for myself, I got, um, speaking of pet portraits, I got, um, I commissioned some really cute... Um, beautiful, uh, custom paintings of uh, Mochi and Lily by um, an artist illustrator uh, named Nellie Lee or Nelly Leigh I'm not sure how you say her last name. I met her a couple times, but I've never heard her say her last name, so I'm not sure.
0: Oh, that's exciting! But I
1: love them. Um, they're very like kind of like mid century style, like like almost like a kids book illustration style. She is really cute. Like she does a lot of cat stuff, but she does on occasion she opens up commissions, and those were really. Really cute. They look just like them.
0: Pet portraits. They're
1: a great gift.
0: Every single holiday till I, used I, till to I die. Them.
1: I used to I used to. do pet portraits on Etsy. I would like sell them. Oh,
0: wow.
1: It's just kind of stressful trying to like. Oh, I can't imagine. portraits of people who, for people that you don't yeah. actually know. Yeah. No, <laughs> it is. That you don't know.
0: It's yeah. They're, you're like painting a part of their heart that is very. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like when I designed that tattoo. Um,
0: you're right. 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 That was a, a You're like, this is going to go on like, someone's oh my flesh gosh, this is so stressful. of their animal.
1: But now somebody has a tattoo and mm-hmm. work on them, which is pretty cool.
0: That is pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
0: We're so grateful. Good gifts. Yay, good, good, good gift giving, good giving for sure.
1: Oh, I also made that, I got that cameo for Shane. Of oh, Gary, the cameo. Gary Drayton from uh, the Curse of Oak Island Which is a, it's
0: like a travel show, right?
1: It's on History Channel, and it's about these um, guys who are digging up a possible treasure on this island in Nova Scotia. And so the treasure hunter is this really, like, larger-than-life guy with a British accent. And his name's Gary Drayton, and so I got a cameo of him, <laughs> and he turned it around like the next day. Like I, I ordered it. Yeah, he wants he that money.
0: We should was, do our we own. We did this
1: whole long thing. Like it was like five minutes
0: long. Hello, probably. Shane. It was so good. You great. seem like a good chap. Pretty much. And we're gonna talk about adventure. Yeah, treasure. Yeah. Yeah. Treasure. It's, it's everywhere. Animals. Um, we should do a cameo and just be like, we'll do it for 50 cents. Just <laughs>
1: our way. You, we'll pay you to let yeah, us do a cameo. Totally. You. No, we won't. We won't yeah. do that.
0: Okay. Next, we're going to talk about highs and lows.
1: Highs and lows.
0: Um, I feel like there's other things that are probably higher than this, but this was like the most delightful thing for me. I felt just happy and joyful and just enjoyed it very much. And that is... Reed and I spent a week in Brooklyn when we were um, in New York for a wedding and we stayed at this little like four-story pre-war brick walk-up and we had this tiny apartment that was like only slightly larger than the van probably like very slightly Um, but I enjoyed every second of it and like living for a week in that environment and like being in the city after spending so many years just feeling like kind of languishing a little bit in the suburbs was actually very energizing and exciting and like really was like a kickstart and like, I don't know. It wasn't like an accomplishment, but it was definitely like a moment where I was like, wow, this is so cool that we're here. And we just plugged into all these different cool things in the community and it just felt very like oh, there is a world out there. It's okay. Like, right. Like, I guess it made me realize, like, there's so much more out there than what you think there is. And, like, never underestimate, like, the the fact that the world is, like, moving on and doing things. And they're all, all these art things are happening and music is happening and food is happening. And I think just being, having the opportunity to be in a city that is, like, that vibrant and that, like, ongoing and, like, just has that movement was just, like, a really cool experience. And I'm really grateful we got to do that. I didn't expect it to be as like awesome as it was, you know, I'm glad we did that. So that was like my, one of my highs. That's
1: excellent. Yeah. I, um, I say, uh, I mentioned we went to Catalina, we got married, um, on Catalina Island in Avalon. And so it's kind of a special place for us. So we, for the past two years, we've gone, um, in the summer in august because we got married in august uh, to catalina and so we can camping yeah the last two years we camped because covid and we didn't want to like stay in with around people <laughs> so um uh, we camp um in avalon and then either like last time we went to two harbors first which is the more like remote part of the island there's like only like two buildings <laughs> but um I took a video, I tried, I, I used to take a lot of, like, travel videos whenever I'd go anywhere and put them all together, and then we have, like, a nice, like, little video at the end. <laughs> so I tried to be conscious of doing that this time, and so I did put together, like, a really cool video with lots of animals, we saw a lot of deer. Oh, I can't swan, wait to see it. Man, you know? I know
0: you saw a mariachi band, right? Or was that a different trip? Um... That was when remember. you were in Lopez Lake, maybe. Yeah, that was okay. when in okay. Lopez Okay, okay. <laughs>
1: Random, like I just ma- love they that... They were making a music video.
0: Oh, right. I love that both of our highs were, like, romantic couples trips because we're literally living at home with our significant other, literally doing nothing with our lives. And but yet. Them. But, and yet, like, when you go out, exactly, and you go out and, like, have these moments together, it can be really fulfilling and awesome. So, I love uh, that's both of our... I love, love
1: yeah. Catalina because you can walk, like, basically, like, from one end of Avalon to the other in, like, an hour or so. So, it's really easy to get around and there's so many... Animals and cool, like, restaurants and stuff. Yeah, you
0: went to, like, your version of Brooklyn. Yes. It was, like... And I, a land, Without people, a land a, a mermaid, isolated, people. no people. And I was like, I was in the middle of everything. <laughs> we went to Saks Fifth Avenue. People asked how much, people were like, How much is your vest? We to like Reed's studded vest. Yeah. <laughs> we bought four coats. Yeah. We were like, Oh my God. Reed was like, Gangs of New York smoking a goddamn cigar. <laughs> it was so fun to see Reed as like, he he's like life. buying bowler hats and just, oh, <laughs> uh, it was amazing. It was so good yeah that was a high for sure
1: um I think this podcast is a high like starting this podcast Ah. because it's like a creative thing that I've never gotten to do and it it actually kind of is scary and outside of my comfort zone because I don't talk that much and I'm awkward
0: yeah after this you're gonna take three weeks off
1: yeah don't talk to me for for a month I'll be back And definitely the music video. Making the music yes, video. Yes. so really glad I did that. So
0: Danielle made a music video for the song Neurotica, Haley and the Crushers Neurotica. And it was very spooky Halloween. Yeah. So I had that idea cool.
1: forever ago. And we were originally going to have somebody um, as the, it's about, basically about a witch. Yeah. And um, she's walking around doing stuff i won't give it away go go watch that sounds like a Haley
0: description just walk she's doing stuff
1: no she i mean there's there's spells and there's things happening there's There's plot there's a lot of no there's plot it's fine she's um uh scorned scorned spurned she's by a lover yes
0: (laughs) there's a squirrel
1: there's a squirrel there's a falcon there's deer there's, there's a mermaid there's cats yes that's right gave away one of the things. sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed doing that, even though I stress out while I do that kind of stuff. Huge, huge, huge thanks to Shane for like basically doing all the things. Like, he did most of the filming because I ended up having to be in it, but so. she's really
0: good at it, so yeah. I great. got a
1: black wig, it was around Halloween, so I was able to get a cheap wig at the um, Halloween store. Um, and I just, I love doing that kind of stuff, but I don't usually have a reason to, and I always feel like, I, I never feel like, oh, I'm just going to make this video because I feel like it.
0: No, so, because it, you're, a, yeah, you're not going to just mix any old video. And I
1: stress out about it, and I probably, like. Shane was probably kind of over it towards the end, but I really liked how it turned out. It
0: turned out. out amazing. And I was actually in New York in that little apartment when I got the email that you had done it. And I was like, I didn't even know she was doing this. This is amazing. I
1: didn't want to say anything because I didn't want it to end up not happening. And but it made like, it no even
0: better. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, so. Well,
1: then they sent me a very, Haley and Reed sent me very nice voicemails about about
0: it so that was really oh nice. yeah yeah
1: instead of just like texting back like that was cool they actually like yeah the time to make some very nice videos yeah we will or, or audio
0: voice memo you voice memos. i will voice memo you until it's very uncomfortable <laughs> I it. I, I <laughs> this is an extended it. voice memo
1: i appreciated it, it was very and nice.
0: i appreciated that you did that it was super cool
1: <laughs> it was fun yeah
0: a lot of our highs were like stuff we did together like san diego The music video, the podcast, great gifts, both giving and receiving, um, hanging out. Yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good 2021 so far. So I'm glad we got to spend it together.
1: Cheers. Wait,
0: let's do it again. Cheers. There we go. Okay. Um, Fuck the lows.
1: Yeah, let's skip the lows. We can skip the lows. Yeah. How about... My dog died, so... Yeah, that's a pretty, the insurrection happened, (laughs) and democracy crumbled. Yes, it did. So, I had a crappy New Year's Eve, but... um, So did I, yeah. And and then I was sick for the first half of this month.
0: Yeah, so fuck that. Let's just leave it on a high note.
1: the, the test said it wasn't COVID, so I'm just going to say it wasn't
0: yeah. COVID. We're in a yellow room of, like, cheerfulness. Yes. Yeah, so why no should we about, go down?
1: How about, what What are you looking forward to? What are some goals okay. for the next year? Not, I like, no pressure. No goals. I don't do friggin', uh what do you call them, resolutions, because no. wh- why would I? No,
0: same. So, no goals, but I have a word of the year this mm-hmm. year. It's, like, the first year I've done a word of the year. And my word of the year, so I base it off of what the last two years have been, which is a holding pattern. And I was like, what's the opposite of a holding pattern? It's a moving dance. It's uh, magic versus static. It's basically dancing. So dance is my word of the year. And it's, yeah, you can't fuck it up. Basically, dancing is um, meaning you roll with the punches, you no matter what happens, the only way you can fuck up a dance is if you stop dancing. You can dance badly, but you're still dancing. So that thought is just continually keep moving, and don't worry about if you're going up, down, sideways, whatever. Just keep moving and dance. dance. Magic dance. Dance magic dance <laughs> magic dance. And so that's mine. So just I try, keep trying to think like dance, and a dance is almost like boxing too, where it's just like you have to just be like okay, dance it out. Dance it, dance out. it out. Let's like foot loose. You know. It's like so it's a. Like
1: the anti-footloose.
0: Yeah, I'm basically dance. dancing. So that's my word of the year. And so take that as it will. We'll see what happens, but I'm not going to stop moving.
1: You're going to dance your little heart out. Yeah, make
0: moves. Yeah. You make
1: know. moves. I have goals, but they're like... <laughs> they're like, um, I want to take more themed pictures with my cats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're already married.
1: I don't know what that means.
0: Because <laughs> I feel like that's the thing you say before you're like, and they never saw her again. No,
1: there are, like, I've seen, like, people on social media where they would just, like, take cute pictures with their cats that look really down for taking pictures, where I'm like, uh, my cats never want to do that, so I want to make... I
0: wanna so are going to start happen. drugging your cats and taking no, pictures?
1: No. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know. Just wondering. It's just a loose goal. It probably won't happen. Um, also, I I'm want, hoping like, it does. <laughs> I want to actually start making artwork like for the fun of it not caring just doing stuff like like I said I have a goal of like drawing something like not every day because I don't feel like that's ever gonna happen but I still haven't done it yet so maybe it'll happen I don't know.
0: I, don't, I think you have to just go into it saying you're going to do I it. You're going to like, do it. I
1: collages and stuff, too, because I used to do a
0: lot more of oh, I love collages.
1: collages. But then I, like, got rid of all Again, my magazines.
0: Again, so you're so 90s. You're, like, the most 90s person I've ever met. Collages? I don't know. That was, like, all I did in the 90s was yeah, make collages from, like, fun. teen magazine. Oh, well, I love it. I just
1: don't have the magazines anymore, so that's the problem. I don't have a lot of, like, yeah. stuff to cut up.
0: It's definitely your problem. <laughs>
1: Like, all those bus magazines that I dropped off at the Goodwill like an idiot. Yeah, that don't. Was, I, I'm like, I don't want to rebuy all those, but it's going to be hundreds of dollars. Yes, it will. That, so. was, that was one of my dumbest ideas ever.
0: Yeah, I would say so. But it's okay. We're moving on. So um, collages, drawing. Oh, I love I wanna,
1: that. I want to be a better pen pal. Um, my dear sweet... Penpal friend, Lizelle, is the most patient person of all time. Hi, Lazelle, if you're listening. Um, we've been pen pals for over 10 years. I'm not sure how long. And she's always so good about send. We, we usually exchange, like, Christmas and right. birthday packages. Yes, I know this. And I'm always so far behind. I have, like, a hard time getting my letters together. I actually have had all of her presents to send for Christmas. And she still has my birthday presents because I said, I'll send you a letter...
0: Um, I think this is normal. I say normalize this. I have a pen pal who I write to every couple months and then he sends me a letter every couple months. And it's really like every like five to eight months. I mean, it's yeah. not like and I'll you can, if you look at my journal, it's like write that letter. write that letter and then I, then I finally a do it. I'll
1: block about it or I'll start writing. So in, I do mine on the, so the typewriter. Go the-
0: so eventually I have to get to that special place where I'm it's like a morning situation. I've had my coffee, I've had my breakfast bring the typewriter out I'm interested in, in in writing and talking and all that stuff but I have to be like in that state of mind mm-hmm. to be like and this is where I am right now on this date and I'm going to like certify it or whatever notify it like
1: well now and I'm so far behind now that I'm like I can't pack it all the things that I've like that have happened until
0: I think that's the post- time for like poetry a little bit like you know this was a season of X Y and Z
1: mm-hmm. and
0: just letting it be that yeah you know and just that's what I like about letters when you, like, read historical letters. It's, there's a lot condensed into a small mm-hmm. package. My letters That's are, like, true. three to four pages or less, Um, which actually seems I like a lot. I
1: like, a very long letter, though, just because it's been so long. But
0: I mean, sometimes a really long letter can be kind of annoying and kind of, like, a burden. Maybe. So, yeah. I don't know. I just think, give yourself grace and just know that, like, when it comes, it comes. And you don't have to be, like... It doesn't, it's not like Lewis and Clark. You don't have to have, like, every single, like, thing that you did.
1: True. Completely. Not a diary.
0: No, it shouldn't be a diary. And if it is, that's a horrible idea because you're never going to remember what you wrote.
1: Yeah.
0: I kind of do want carbon copies of what I've done, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I don't even know what I sent this guy.
1: Yeah, I kind of forget sometimes, like, what what was last said. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> so I'll do that a lot where I'm like,
0: sponsoring. did I say this joke before about yeah. this going on? Yeah. Um, but a lot of it's, like, about music and writing and art and stuff, so... I feel like whatever new thing I have going on, I just focus on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Advice. Yeah, and try not to focus too much on like what happened, and Cram just and, and and just make it like it's a, just it's a good time to be like poetic about it too, and just be like this was a season of hibernation.
1: That's
0: for we sure. did this that this and that, <laughs> and it was you know like because I is think a season
1: that of sitting on the couch because it's anxious <laughs> right
0: because it's like the opposite of a tweet you know or like a Facebook post it's very. I don't know. It can be as vague and all-encompassing as you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Like, if you read, like, letters, like, really cool old letters, like, they're always just, like... You know, since the war, I've. It's like what? Like, well, wait, didn't Much you has like? Happened, yeah,
1: but I won't tell you every single. thing.
0: Don't bother yourself. The arm is not an issue anymore. It's gone. Like it's like civil war letters and stuff. But I mean, you just kind of have to take off. You know, start where you left off. I think the beauty of a letter too is like it's not so immediate that you're like today I feel shitty. It's like it doesn't. It's not <laughs> even about that. You know, it's more yeah. vague in a way. Like it's 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 a, it's a very. It's a very rewarding thing to have a pen pal. But I don't think pen pals ever are like this letter was subpar and no, I spit no. on it. I
1: don't think that at all and that's not my hang up. It's yeah. just my own personal thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll get
1: through it. Get through I, it. We'll get through it. My my goal is just basically to be more responsive and like not take forever to do things, which is what Letters my can take seems.
0: forever though. I mean I'm on a different i I'm on a different wavelength. I mean I've gotten letters like eight months later where it's like I'm like stoked on it and I'm not mad at the person. Oh, that's good. That's good. Too. I had a letter that I sent to my pen pal, and he was like, it was snowing in New York, and it was under, like, six piles of books, and I read all the books, and then I finally got to your letter, and then I was like, <laughs> I feel like shit. I didn't, you know, respond. And I was like, that in itself is telling such a story that is so relatable of, like, it's so hard to, like, sometimes get past all the day-to-day shit you have piled up to, like, even mm-hmm. get to the letter.
1: Yeah, because by the time I'm, like... I've left work and I'm just like I don't want to use my brain for
0: anything Right. Thing. And that's the season you're in. Yeah. So it's like that's it kind my, of works. That's a long season. But it's kinda of true. You I mean you can get really dramatic with letters too and it's like you know, you're Abraham Lincoln and you're just like, It's been quite a it's been a stormy time, I don't know.
1: Four score and
0: freaking forever ago. Ah, it's the name of the podcast. Four score and freaking forever ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean you're not like junior high girls trying to like pass notes this no. is these are letters they're gonna like be in the world forever they're like records wow. they're letters
1: i have all of her letters in a binder so that i can reference them
0: you know that's important once in a while. yeah it's not weird at all i'm just kidding that's right. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: i have uh, my letters
1: otherwise they into places. Just I just
0: have it, like, stuffed know. in a box. I
1: like to organize things. No, like, it's in great. Binders.
0: I have a binder thing. It's great. It's great. Okay. If you really want to get that crazy, though, just start emailing. <laughs> um, if you really want to suck the joy out of it, just start emailing.
1: I don't know. No. Okay. Do you have any other goals? Or um, things you're looking forward to? Well,
0: or? no. No? No. I'm
1: looking forward <laughs> to the next Jurassic World movie. I'll say that. Coming out in June. It's got the original cast in it. Wow, including Mr. Jeff Gold.
0: The whole cast,
1: like um, Laura Dern, like all the main, like big, like characters. Wow. In the first one are coming back for this. Wow, film, which I'm very excited for. I'm into that. Um, also, finishing my uh, first full school year at work because when I started this job, uh, it was the school year that we shut down for COVID. So I've never. Wow, this is my third year in this job, and I've never finished a regular year. School year never.
0: That is incredible. So I'm like
1: still in the process of like planning what I'm doing all year. Still kind of feeling like I don't know exactly what I'm doing, even though I'm three years into it.
0: Oh so wow! So that would be
1: nice because I feel like I'm actually start like it's still really a huge source of stress my job, but I feel like I'm getting better at it. Wow! So I feel more. Com- I I don't I don't know if I feel more confident, but I feel like at least I have a plan, kind of a blueprint for next year, and I'm getting yeah. compliments. Yeah. About stuff, and I actually have a notebook that I started recording those compliments in for when I feel bad about
0: yes the job that I'm doing. That's incredible. It's got it. unicorns on it.
1: Yes, it was actually given to me by a student. So and it has a pink hair.
0: That's it. amazing. I love so, that. That's a great tip for our listeners.
1: Yes, I I'm gonna look at it whenever I'm feeling
0: <sighs> weird. About I love my job. that for you. I love that you're just like writing the like you're writing it down and looking at it. I love that.
1: Because sometimes you don't like know if you're doing
0: a good job or- oh all the time yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah all the time i feel like, like ever i
0: don't know let so,
1: so now i have some concrete proof i love doing, it okay.
0: that's beautiful Thanks. yeah and you're you're working in a very hellish um industry so yeah it's, Mazel not, great. Tov.
1: it's not great but
0: yeah slow <laughs> clap into a standing ovation seriously you are you're doing it
1: peanut says so too
0: yeah, Thanks our, our producer her. is coming in saying that I think we ran out of time, possibly. Is that she, our, is you know? she, is she um,
1: waving the yeah. flag? Or yeah, whatever. she says
0: don't forget the um, sponsor today. Celebration roast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> celebration roast.
1: Thank celebration you
0: Celebration roast. <laughs> come delicious. on. Do, 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 do. Yum, yum, yum,
1: yum.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yum, yum, yum. It's celebration roast.
1: (laughs) It's celebration roast.
0: It's celebration.
1: It's time to party and eat a celebration roast.
0: Okay, yeah, that's happening. (laughs) Sponsor us,
1: field roast. Field roast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've we've drank in the drinks. We've made the goals. I just don't want to get too much into goals because, like, no, I'm gonna no. fail. I'm gonna, I don't want to. Oh, me
1: too. These are super vague. Yeah, very. I mean, I literally said, I'm probably not gonna do this. I wanna
0: keep moving, is all I wanna do. Just, like, keep, keep like, dancing. keep dancing, making moves, doing things, like, making decisions, like, just no stagnation. Just keep yeah. on dancing. Magic, not static. That's, that's my, that's my vibe. So.
1: I don't have a word or a phrase, but I, I like
0: it. You'll get there. I think your phrase is like. <laughs>
1: Kill the heck out. Your
0: phrase is like, bibliography no i'm kidding
1: no my phrase is chill chill, chill the that's F out. out that's my thing i'm gonna watch more otter videos more cats,
0: self-medicate with otters
1: dear listen to my aquarium music
0: <laughs> are you feeling stress? you may <laughs> listen be listen to the ocean you may be eligible for otter care
1: <laughs> i want that oh i did that was one of my other gifts to myself real quick i bought an otter sea otter plushie oh in san diego it's oh for, yeah yeah it's for work because i do like a quiet signal that sea that's that's a write-off uh, Well, I don't know. I'm gonna take it with me if I ever leave. So no, I'm gonna. It's so soft and it's holding a little starfish. It's adorable. Oh, it's adorable. It so much. <sighs> sea otters.
0: I'm so happy for you.
1: <laughs> That's my other phrase of the year. I mean, otters. we adopted
0: a new dog who's basically like a little tiny fuzzy sea otter. So she is. it's there. There's been good and bad, but you can't go worse than 2020. So we're just gonna keep on moving up. Yep, yep. Dancing, chilling. Celebrating good times.
1: We hope you're dancing and chilling through (laughs) 2022 as well. Please tell us about it. Are you chill
0: dancing? (laughs) Well, I think that's all we have today, folks.
1: (laughs) What a way to end it. So we look forward to the next time when we might actually have a guest. That's right. We're relying on producer Peanut to get us a guest, so we'll mm-hmm. see
0: how that goes. Yeah, she's been uh, she's been really um, putting her nose to the grindstone,
1: <laughs> making writing lots of emails.
0: Really pushy emails, if you ask me. <laughs> she
1: probably should. Back a lot off. of
0: periods, not a lot of exclamation we've been, points. We've
1: been getting some angry emails back.
0: Yeah, so you know she's well. She had to learn English first. She's ESL, so we're we're getting there. So we will we will get there. So hopefully next time we'll have an interview. If not, it'll just be more field roast celebration good times. <laughs> All right. Good night. Bye. Bye. Sparkle and Destroy podcast is produced by Haley Crusher Kane and Danielle, the Crusher Bagnall. edited by myself, Haley. Stalk us on Instagram. You can follow me, Haley, at Haley and the Crushers. You can find Danielle at Ahoymas and follow the Stepcats at Stepcats Official on Instagram. If you want to reach the podcast, we are at sparkleanddestroypod at gmail.com. And until next time, sparkle and destroy. Filmed
1: in front of a live audience.